Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Falls on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tennessee Homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, bad. Doing good. Mm. These what? mics are so good. Uh-huh. I don't know if you notice this, but when I pop beers now and you're listening to it, you can't even hear it. It like cancels it out, which is pretty cool, but it sucks too, you know? <laughs> you know? Because the audio listeners, they're like, Shane, stop drinking. Nope. <laughs> we just got better mics. <laughs> yeah, that we did, Shane. That we did. But uh, hey, I thought we would do something a little bit different. Because it's your birthday? <laughs> hey, Mike turned what, 28 today? Yeah, no, 39. Oh, yeah, we're telling the real numbers. No, when you get in the late 30s, you don't say the real number. No. Oh, okay. No, he's hanging on. He's on Lordy Lordy, look who's 40 next year. So <laughs> here's to you, Mike. Happy birthday, brother. I appreciate it. Well, yeah, well, that was not the reason. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of kind birthday wishes. So I do appreciate all those. But uh, we got a show to do here, Shane. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's my birthday. Christmas, of course, there's no football during Christmas, but if there was, I'd still be doing a show. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we, we've reached a point, Shane, in the season yeah. where we know it's winding down. It's very sad. But I also, I don't know about you, but I get, I am not someone that enjoys a routine. Yeah. We get the same old, same old. I think it gets boring. Right. I think it gets stale. And I don't want this show to ever be that. You know what? Exactly. So here's what I kind of came up with. And we can, you know, I talked a little bit with this with Steven that kind of gave me the idea. Mm-hmm. I asked him to kind of rank the games remaining mm-hmm. that'll decide the SEC. Um, and I didn't necessarily want to do it that way. And that also kind of limits who we can talk about. So you and I were talking. Mm-hmm. Games we most want to see or are excited about. Exactly. As the season is uh, winding down here and... Uh, Tried to narrow it down to 10, Shane. I couldn't even do it. I got 11. <laughs> 11 made our list, and that doesn't even include some of the rivalry games. But um, before we get going here, Shane, any thoughts you have? Well, yeah. Well, what's what's funny about this list is, and it's not list season. we got plenty of time to do that one. But we've talked about many times in the offseason games we look forward to seeing. And it's so wild how – what you think SEC landscape's going to look like halfway through and what it actually is. Yeah. It, it, it's you, you can't put your finger on it, you know? And so the lists are different, you know, I don't know about you, but when we were putting this thing together, Mike, it, it felt like, you know, some of these games were not on our list or even remotely close to being on this list at the start of the season. And now it's a pivotal matchup. It's, it's the rivalries intense, you know, it's, it's, there's little factors that's gone into this and that's what we, this is why we love this year has just been wild yeah, up and down ebbs and flows. Uh, the West is still wide open. The East is still wide open, you know, and that's why these games, yeah, they're going to have impacts on, on maybe who's in an sec championship or who's in a, in a bowl game. But, but more importantly, it's still we're going to have impact set games from Saturday here on out. So this this just been a wild wild year, and it's been a fun one. Been a fun one, 
And we got a lot of great games. Look, like you said, you start talking about some of these games, you're like, hell, you're starting to get pumped up about them. Yeah. So again, I didn't include any, but these all deserve a, a mention on the mm-hmm. on the list of rivalry games at the end of the year. And I'm talking about the Egg Bowl, Ole yeah. Miss, Mississippi State. At B, the fact that it's in Starkville adds intrigue for me. They can play some spoiler there. Same thing, Florida State at yeah. Florida, playing in Gainesville. You know, that makes that one a hell – if it was at Florida State, I'd be a little worried. Mm-hmm. But I'm more confident I – mean, <laughs> trust me, brother, we know what that swamp can do to you. So yeah. I, I anticipate it'll, they'll do that to Florida State. A&M at LSU. That's going to be a, that was a hell of a game last year. Absolutely. Didn't see that one coming. Clemson at South Carolina. Ooh, boy, that's uh you both know, both of them need that. Both, absolutely. You know what? As bad as Clemson is well both of them. The, the state of both those programs right now, you know, if you could cash out that last game with a back-to-back wins against Clemson. Yeah. You know, that that takes a little sting off. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely that one's good. I really like the I mean, hell, the the Texas A and M they they could be spoiler, you know. I mean, they're not going to make the SEC championship, but they sure can prevent some teams from going, you know. Right, and then I have to mention this one, Shane. Not a rivalry; it's a rivalry. I'll tell you what, brother. It's if, a rivalry. If they win this season, yeah, I know they they barely win it, but if Arkansas beats Mizzou, mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you Arkansas fans yeah. all off season are going to be talking shit about how. We just beat your best team Absolutely. ever, you know. Absolutely. And same thing, Missouri, who they they say, y'all are irrelevant. You can't even beat us. Yeah, you lose this one. Yeah, you sure as hell can't say that anymore. You know what I mean? So I think that one has got a. I, I realize Arkansas's down in the dumps right now, but by then, without Dan Enos, maybe yeah. we're on the upswing. I don't know. I'm just saying, crazy things happen in these. <laughs> rivalry games you know what Absolutely. i mean so well, i had to include that one too but all, all those games i just mentioned shane they're i just kind of grouped them together because they're all, they're during rivalry weekend yeah none of them made the list and that should give you an indication of what some of the epic games we got upcoming to look forward to in the weeks ahead you know what absolutely man if damn egg bowl didn't make it mike <laughs> you know we got some ball games so yeah let's get into it so i could again i didn't even narrow it down to 10 i tried i tried lord did i try to <laughs> get it to 10 but there was just one too many number 11 on the list shane alabama yeah at kentucky and this one would have been even higher if kentucky you know, again, they they can make or break their season. I think mm-hmm. this weekend, if they beat at Tennessee, this this game rockets up the board, right? Because if they can beat Tennessee, I realize Alabama just beat Tennessee. I'm not I'm not saying that just because you beat Tennessee, you can beat Alabama, but it gives you a lot more optimism. Yeah. I would think as a Kentucky fan that we can make us a competitive ball game at uh, Alabama at Kentucky. We know Alabama's road woes. Of course, mm-hmm. they they won at A and M. We got to give them credit right. for that, but. Um, that I'm excited about this one. And and to be more excited about it, I think you're right. I think it's the road to that game. You know, you can't you know, I I'm not saying Kentucky's ready to fold, but you're hearing you're hearing rumblings, you know, you're hearing you're hearing people coming out about the ticket sales and stuff like that. We can't we can't have that. You you've you've had a good season so far and you have an opportunity to bounce back after two tough losses. You can't lose anymore, though. 
yeah. for this to be in the top 11 for me, it's really more about what Kentucky does leading up to that game. But if they do catch fire, get a little momentum, absolutely get that fan base back into it because that is a rowdy, rowdy place to play. It's probably going to be cold as hell. Where I can't, I guess that's an oxymoron, but. So, <laughs> <laughs> the glasses are back, baby. I said oxymoron. <laughs> but uh, but absolutely, it's, it, it may be a freezing cold game. I don't know what time it's going. They ain't got a time on that one yet, have they? Okay, no. Uh, yeah, that could be a that could be a good one. Yeah, and that was your trap game. It's, I, mean, I you know, know it. I know it. So maybe I'm maybe I'm cheating. Maybe that's why I had to throw <laughs> yeah. it on here. You know, didn't quite make the top ten, but just missed the cut. But one team, Shane, mm-hmm. credit to you. You saw it coming. Not many people did. They're featured prominently on this list, the Missouri Tigers at number 10. Florida yep. at Missouri. For those that don't, I mean, obviously, you're listening to this show, yes. you know, but this is, uh, this is a, a nice little series, too. Mm-hmm. It's very chippy. We've had the you know two-point play to win it for Mizzou. Yeah. We've had brawls. We've had near brawls. We've had a lot of bad blood here. And, and for whatever reason, Florida, Missouri, it doesn't matter where the game's played. Yeah. Missouri's won in Gainesville. Florida's won in Columbia. These games are typically very, very tight. And this year, with both of them on the upswing, mm-hmm. adds even more fuel to that fire. You know what? Yeah. I mean, this really, really picked up around the – Dan Mullen days with the the Star Wars. You, everybody's seen the infamous mask, you know, and the lightsaber from from drink, you know. So I love this game, and and I love it because sometimes I, you know, it's always weird that some of these games feel a little bit more personal to players than they do the fans. Um, and I and I think this is the case. I, I think within that locker room, especially Mizzou, they don't want to. They don't want to lose to Florida and Florida is, is expecting to win. This is when you took that job, Mizzou was a, it was a team you were expected to win. And, and like you said, it's seesawed. It's been back and forth. It's such a good, good game. And you just don't know who's going to walk away the victor. Yep. All right. How about number nine, Shane, this weekend, Tennessee at Kentucky. Uh Bourbon bet. Bourbon bet. I mean, any bourbon bets always going to be on a list like this. You know what? This is a, this is a great, Border rivalry here. Been playing for a hundred years, whatever. It's Kentucky Super Bowl. Yeah. It's one where, you know, Tennessee. I, th- I think Tennessee's starting to come around. That this is a, a, a marquee rivalry, mm-hmm. uh, but it it's not for Tennessee fans until they lose it. And then, <laughs> by God, you know, then they got to hear about it for a year, and they and they just want revenge. Yeah, and they can they can pretend it's not a rivalry. You know, what was it that uh, uh, Taylor? Alante Taylor said to the team, he said, this, we do not lose to Kentucky. Is he sitting, were they saying that about Vanderbilt or South Carolina or Missouri? No, he said it about Kentucky. So I think it's personal to this team and they, these coaching staffs, they don't like each other. They recruit each other's state. The top player from Kentucky last year, he's in a Tennessee uniform. Kentucky has raided the state of Tennessee for a number of guys that the volunteers have wanted over the years. A lot of bad blood here, and and it's compounded by the fact both of these are coming off a loss. Yeah. Can't afford another one if they're going to have a really good season. Whoever loses this game, their their hopes for a great season are completely out the window. Yeah, absolutely. This 
this game is more important now because that's where we're at. We're at a crossroads for both of these programs, and either this is going to be a successful season or this is going to be a shitty season. Yeah, and they're both they're both right at it, the intersection. You know what I'm saying? And I love it because it's one of my favorite games of the year. The Bourbon Bet. A lot of <laughs> listeners know that you know every year a couple of them Kentucky boys get confidence <laughs> and cocky and. They think they're going to win, and of course, I'm always confident Tennessee Vols because we don't lose to Kentucky, you know. <laughs> and if we win, like we will, Kentucky will send me a couple of bottles of bourbon. And if for some miracle, maybe the refs get involved again, <laughs> and Tennessee loses, then I got to send them some fine Tennessee whiskey. So, uh, bourbon bet. Look forward to that. I've already locked up three spots, potentially four on Twitter. I'm looking for one more though. Uh, we got a lot of listeners out there that via Facebook, via YouTube, you know, I, I want to get one more Kentucky fan in in this in this mix. So if you're listening and you say, hey, I feel like Tennessee's going to lose this weekend, well, then let us know. Tomorrow I'll pick that, uh, that fifth spot and we'll get those bourbon bets locked up. But I'm looking forward to it, brother, because like I said, <laughs> this is a pivotal match. Not only is it shit-talking all year long, I'm telling you, it's the first thing I look for is Nick I, Nick Ralph. I, yeah. I look for him like a heat-seeking missile. I can't wait to tell him how great Tennessee's game was last year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then on the opposite end. You're getting greedy. I, you're getting greedy with these bur- you You're trying to I make know. it bigger so you have a, a wider Here's collection here. I was rearranging the pantry. <laughs> I was like, where are all these bottles come from? And I'm like, oh, yeah, we've been whooping that ass. <laughs> uh, come on, Kentucky. Uh, yeah, send that bet in. And, and 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 this is, again, a little higher on my list, but always, always, always a fun, exciting game. Yeah. How about this one, Shane? And, it, and this could rock it up the list. I'm, I'm kind of doing it as where they are today. Yeah. With, you know, I'm trying not to project too much. But number eight, Florida. Mm-hmm. At LSU. Yeah. Because if Florida wins this weekend, I, I realize that's a tall task. Yeah. If LSU beats Alabama in two weeks, you know, this is one hell of a matchup. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, that either one is going to lose their games, but I'm just I'm just taking it from where it is right now. But there's – I don't know if bad blood is the right word, but, you know, both these jobs were open at the same time. Mm-hmm. One went for – Brian Kelly, one went for Billy Napier. Napier was already in the state of Louisiana. I mean, he he made it no secret he was he was interested in that LSU job. And why the hell wouldn't you? It's a, one of the top probably six, seven jobs in the country, yeah. and, and Florida's right there with it. So, uh, yeah, this is this is huge for both these programs. And I and I thought last year, Shane, this is this was kind of the turning point, right? For where if Billy Napier had won it at home. I think they would have got more momentum, and then, but it was obviously LSU that won on the road, mm-hmm. and that I, I believe that was leading up to the Alabama game and gave them that confidence. Mm-hmm. This is one hell of a series, and uh, who knows? I mean, the, the home team doesn't doesn't always no. win in this one either. That's that's another reason I like it, dude. You can go back. That's what's so fun about this matchup is, I mean, pull up Winsipedia. And look at all the close matchups they've had here the last 10 years. You know, there's been mm-hmm. some barn burners. And like you said, there was times that Florida was expected to win and LSU did and times LSU was going to win, but yep. Florida did. And and it's the wild games. You you talk about some wild matchups. This is the shoe toss. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, I think we had the, the hurricane 
situation that was. Uh, you remember that one? Oh, yeah. Had the homecoming game. They made uh, Florida made them a homecoming. It was just you know little things like that made this rivalry a little bit more exciting to watch. But I'm curious, what is the lead up for this game? Like, who does LSU have before Florida, and who does Florida have before LSU? Mm-hmm. And to your point, real quick, Shane. Yeah, nine of the last ten were single digit <laughs> games. Come on, man. So they they are always tight. Um, and the thing is, both these teams feel like they're like on the up upward swing too. You know? Exactly. So it's LSU. They got two weeks mm-hmm. to prepare for Bama, and then it's Florida. Okay, for them, and then for Florida, obviously they get Georgia this weekend, mm-hmm. and then it is uh, off to Arkansas. They get Arkansas at home, and then at LSU. And I, and I think you got a little bit of that monkey off your back. You know, Billy can't win on the road. When they go to Columbia and just just put it to them, mm-hmm. I think that was a big one, you know, because that's, that's the argument. Is you can't go to Death Valley. Billy can't go on the road. Right. Well, he's doing it now. So I think this one, again, throw the record books, throw the coaches out, doesn't matter. These teams are going to play close no matter what. I love this one on the list. And I don't know. I don't believe they're going to be playing anymore, which is, this is one of the – unfortunate quirks of the new schedule. I don't think they're yeah. going to be annual opponents, so maybe that adds a little bit more fire. But I was going to say, we may have be a situation in the old SEC, if they were still playing every year, where, like, the winner yeah. loved their coach, the loser. I don't know if this is going to be the guy. Because <laughs> the expectations are so damn high at both. Of, like, yeah. you can't lose any games. Absolutely. Otherwise, we're saying here, is this the guy? You know what I mean? But... <laughs> So I, I they who knows they could see each other in the SEC championship game in two years. You know, you know like that's not wild to say. It's so funny because there's been many a times I'm watching this game, like as a volunteer fan, hoping mm-hmm. that LSU gets them because we needed one more to catch up for the right. time they beat us. You know, so uh, this this <laughs> sounds game, familiar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good one though. All right, how about number seven, Shane? You're gonna like this one. I don't know who you're gonna pick this week. You're gonna be so torn. Tennessee uh-huh. at Missouri, hell of a matchup here. Heupel has owned drink. Yeah, Heupel used to coach at Mizzou, mm-hmm. so they're not they're not the biggest fans of him. And you know, allegations of running up the score. Yeah. There was drink. It was under Pruitt, or when they fired Pruitt. Remember, and he's like. Do I get them wins back? You know, or, or, you know, could we scrub the yeah. losses? I think that's what uh-huh. he said. So, they're, you know, Tennessee fans don't like them. Mizzou sure as hell doesn't like Tennessee. A lot of interesting storylines and, and kind of the same narrative. Missouri, this great season they're having. Yeah. If they fall to Tennessee. Yeah. I don't want to say same old Mizzou because that's not fair. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know if you could call it an elite season if you're losing to Tennessee, whereas – I think the expectation at Tennessee, I don't care where this game's played, the fans certainly, yeah, no respect for Mizzou. No. They ain't played nobody. Uh-huh. They're about to lose three of the next yeah. four. I would That's, not I would not run my mouth like that I agree, heading into man. Columbia. You know? I'm surrounded by it. I'm surrounded by it, and Tennessee fans are in that camp right now that this is not – when you do those preseason picks, this is one you just always put a W by because Tennessee is going to beat Mizzou. But then – like you said, what's intriguing about this game is is not only just the hot start Mizzou's having, but potentially the slow start that Tennessee is also having. I mean, which which teams are going to show up for this game? But if 
drink somehow takes a lead, he will not stop yeah. because it's a personal game between these coaches. Not just remove the players, remove the fans. These two guys hate each other. They absolutely despise each other because of the shit talking that Eli did and and the the shit talking that Hopple's done and the, what he's done on the field, right. uh, particularly not letting those boys off the field. So yeah. um, this one's going to be a – this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a hell of a match, and you're right. It's going to be a tough one for me to pick. You know, uh, that would be a fun one to go to, though. Come yeah. on, come on now. And last year, you wanted to do everything in your power to kind of limit Tennessee. Yeah, and now it's kind of a role reversal. Yeah. Like if it's a first to forty. Yeah, I I bet you don't have faith in Ooh. Tennessee's offense yeah, to score it, forty. You know what I mean on on anybody. Not less on the road against Missouri. So if it's a high scoring game, I think that certainly favors Missouri. If you didn't tell me who win or loss and it's a high scoring game, I would consider I would think Mizzou won. Right. If it's a lower one, then I would say, Oh, well, maybe Tennessee won this one. So you're right. It's it anything can happen and there's a long road ahead. They still got some big games coming up. And um that's one thing too, is is if Tennessee or Mizzou comes off a tough loss or a big win. You know, what does that do? Well, how does that change the narrative? Because, you know, if Mizzou beats Georgia, do, do they play Georgia before Tennessee? Yeah, Georgia, yeah. then Tennessee. So, I mean, think about that. They come off a massive win against the Georgia Bulldogs. not saying that's going to happen, but if it does, then there's volunteers sitting there. Mizzou won't – they will not be scared of them. And no. you never know. That could be a little trap game scenario. Right. Who would have thought start of the season Tennessee could be considered a trap game, you know? <laughs> How about this one, Shay? I don't I don't think this is on anybody's radar outside of these two fan bases as it could be a top matchup. And one of these programs desperately needs this one, Shane. Could could change the narrative mm-hmm. to a large extent. Number six on my list, Texas A and M at Ole Miss. And I'll tell you why. Because I get it. I don't respect Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I heard, some, you know, one commenter was like, "I think it, I think it literally pains Mike to say something nice about Ole Miss." <laughs> but here's the thing, Shane: if they can't run the ball, mm-hmm. they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And what is the one thing A and M is elite at, except when they play Tennessee, is stopping the run. Right. So I, I don't know. I think this matchup, in some ways, favors the Aggies. Not, maybe not favors, but just leads me to believe it's going to be one hell of a ball game. Mm-hmm. They can't get over Lane Kiffin. Right. And football's weird, Shane. It's, it's, he's, you know, it's, uh, Mark Stoops wins 10 games, can't beat Tennessee. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you are good, you can't beat. I, I think this could be a year where Lane Kiffin, who owns AM, mm-hmm. having a fantastic year, could be a playoff team. Hell, if they beat Georgia, they're, they, they're probably headed to the playoff. Yeah. But not if they lose to AM. Absolutely. Just Tennessee, South Carolina last year. I know sometimes you just get weird results. And I think AM, we've seen it. They got the talent. If they show up, I think Texas A&M at Ole Miss, one hell of a matchup potentially. I think the pressure's off Texas A&M. I know that right. sounds stupid and sounds crazy, but it's like we, we everybody, media especially, demanded perfection from Jimbo Fisher this season, mm-hmm. and we didn't get anything close to that. And now that no one is going to talk about, about you except hot seat topics, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's like – well, just go out there and just ruin someone's season. You know, that's kind of why I had, um, you know, we talked about the the rivalry game between LSU. I mean, there's a real scenario that that's a game 
right? That that LSU gets knocked off, and then all of a sudden, you know, it, we got chaos right before the SEC championship. So I, I don't know. And then and then you go back to this game. If Ole Miss wins and potentially beats, I mean, there's there's a lot of different scenarios that can happen. But you know, Texas A and M may be the reason that Ole Miss gets to an SEC championship and Mike gets a tattoo. So <laughs> still holding out for that juice tattoo, uh, so, Mike. I was hoping you know? forgot about that one. You know what? But yeah, there's a lot of things that can happen, and and I love this game. It's always a fun game to watch. Yeah. Again, you just you have expectations. You just can throw that out the window because you know it's going to be a it's going to be a, a bloodbath one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And speaking of a bloodbath, Shane. Mm-hmm. Your locks of the week over at MyBookie. <laughs> Head on over to MyBookie.ag today. Don't forget that promo code, that S-E-C, T-H-A-T-S-E-C. They are right now, Shane, willing to give our audience with that promo code, that S-E-C, the 200 cash bonus. Mm-hmm. Anybody goes over to MyBookie.ag, signs up for a new account, no strings attached, 200 bucks cash bonus, baby, mm-hmm. with that promo, that S-E-C, Fade cousin Shane. Heck, fade me. That's probably a smart move to just fade us both. The double cousin curse usually pays off for uh, anyone heading over to mybookie.ag. You know what? I'm two and eleven, but more importantly, one and O. <laughs> you know, I'm taking the the old the coaches say. You know, one game at a time. So thanks to Ole Miss, I am one and O right now. Yeah, you're like Billy Napier on yeah, the road. You that's know? right. That's why I wear this, shoot, this shirt all the time, you know? I had faith in Ole Miss this entire time. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch. alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co. And use promo code that SEC T H A T S E C for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game time is the place for the last minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code that SEC for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for twenty bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, number five on my list, Shane. Mm-hmm. This weekend, this game. I mean, the narratives will could be obliterated this right. weekend. When Georgia and Florida meet in Jacksonville, yeah, Florida's they got hope now. They yep. got optimism. They're second in the East, brother. They beat Georgia. They're first in the East. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? That's Billy Napier from hot seat to 
you know, the outhouse to the penthouse. Yeah. You know, in a heart, they, they'll be, if they do that, Shane, they, they may turn around and be like, God, can we keep Billy? You know what I mean? It could yeah. flip that quickly. Uh, a lot on the line. Brock Bowers out. Uh, you know, I've been saying it all year. I don't think Georgia is the best of the best. Yeah. Of course, the last time I said that on national television, they won by like 50 points against yeah. number 10. So maybe they are the best team in the country. <laughs> I don't know. But they've only looked like it about one time. If Georgia shows up with their A game, but no Brock Bowers, can't forget that. But if they show up with their A game, they should win. Yeah. But if Florida shows up with their A game, I don't know. B- Billy ball, baby. There's Maybe there's something to it. Ugly, yeah. low scoring. If they only have four possessions, Shane, they can't score more yeah. than 28 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's Billy's strategy right there. Absolutely. And, and I think Kirby would lean into it as well. You know, they, I mean, he don't care. Right. He just wants four or five possessions and score on three or four of them. You right, know? right. So that, I think that's a scenario for, for a victory here. But what's unique about this game is, like you said, it's, it's post-Brock, Georgia. What does that look like? You know, we don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. So I, I think that's an intriguing part. Florida is on the rise, and it's so funny the what you said. This show, last week, we were saying, I don't know if Florida makes a bowl game. And then we're like, <laughs> what if Florida wins this game and wins the SEC? <laughs> it's like all this – I mean, that's just where we're at right now. It's late October, and we still don't know. There's so many question marks floating around this, the, the SEC, and that's this is one of those games. And and I, I think for me, Mike, it's like, like me winning uh, my bookie lock last week that was great you know i love that but again i am two and 11 you know so it's like i want to see it again yeah like am i really getting on the right side this i'm like that with florida i i saw it with south carolina and 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 i've seen it against tennessee and i've seen these little sparks where they you say oh man billy's further along than i thought and then you see a kentucky and then you see a Utah or, you know, it's just some, you're just like, what the hell, you know, what are we doing? So I, I'm, I'm kind of like seesawing with them in Georgia, you know, they've, they've always had, they've had a couple of sluggish starts, but they, they got saved and a lot of that by their tight end, that's not playing anymore. So, right. Uh, yeah, this is going to be an awesome, awesome game. I don't want to give too much more away from it because we're going to do picks later this week, but let me just say this though. Yeah. Without, this is not asking you for a prediction or anything. Who would panic more, Shane? Mm-hmm. Georgia. Let's say they. Let's say if they lose, yeah. it's not going to be. It, surely, I mean, it, it's probably not going to be by many. Mm-hmm. Let's just say one point. Yeah, they lose last second. Florida hits a sixty-eight yard field, longest field goal in history. You know, it may take something like that. Yeah. Florida wins by one. Panic level for Florida. What will it be compared to vice versa? And I, again, I'm not predicting this. I'm not saying it. But or Florida loses by 30, 35. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because th- there'll be panic there too. Wh- yeah. Which which would cause the fan bases to, which fan base would be more panicked? A, a blowout loss for Florida or just any defeat by Georgia? I think a blowout loss by Florida because, I mean, I, I love the passion, the Gators. I love the passion of all SEC fan bases, but. There's a lot of them out there that think that they're there. They right. think they're back, you know. Right, right. And and to get punched in the mouth, like Kentucky's same way. Look how deflated they got after that Georgia slacking, you know. Right. If that happens to Florida, I think that could be detrimental to the fan base 
you know, not so much the recruiting and Billy's job or anything like that. I mean, obviously losing to – you don't get fired for losing to Georgia right now. Yeah. Uh, it's two-time defending national champs. But a blowout would be like, shit, man, we aren't where we thought we were. We still got we still got some holes. And, yeah. and I, I think that would be harder than the narratives, hey, we still control our destiny and – you know, Brock was out. We're still trying to figure this. You know, there I, there can be some of that coming out if Georgia loses. Georgia, a one-loss Georgia is still going to the college football playoffs. I don't care. Yeah, you know? I'm glad you said that because, again, now if, if Florida's beating Georgia, they can beat any of these yeah. teams. But are you are you going to – you'll probably beat Arkansas, but are you assured to beat at LSU, at Mizzou? I don't think so. Yeah. You could – because Georgia, if as long as they went out after a loss, they would still win the East. Yeah, so they still control everything. So, yeah, I think that's the right answer. And if the wind comes out of that sail, like you said, you you can't overlook the fact that Florida's schedule is free. Like you just mentioned it, on the road to LSU, you know, Florida State, you yep. know, at Mizzou. So, I mean, they got some tough, tough games on the docket still. So. And losing that momentum would, I, I think, would be kind of a beast thing there. All right, number four, Shane. We may be at this game. I think, I think you're headed there. I don't know. I don't know if I was supposed to say that or not. Georgia at Tennessee. Yeah, game of the century. I'll be wearing Probably orange. <laughs> <laughs> Come find me. Come find me. <laughs> but uh, you know this. You'd think I'd be easier to find. You know, after that <laughs> Ole Miss game, I was like, I know what section I am, and I'm taking almost uh, easily two seats because they're like 14-inch yeah. seats, you know. <laughs> I'm like, surely I can find me. I couldn't find me. It was kind of crazy, but there is 100,000 people there. It was funny. I guess maybe we weren't as big back then, but cause yeah. so, but someone, someone were, people were coming up to me. Yeah. And they were like thanking me for because I was tweeting, you know, fuck the refs <laughs> yeah. and all this, and all this garbage. I just – I just kind of got online yeah. at that time, you yeah, know. Yeah. So people are – that's when we lost a lot of people. are like, oh, you know, he should have <laughs> stuck to radio, you know. <laughs> you're, not, you're not anything like I thought you would be. So, uh, But, I, I, you know, it's funny now, though, I, I do see people out, you know, quite often. And uh, um, it's, pretty, it's pretty funny because I always think it doesn't come across like I know – it's weird. It's weird, man. Because you, I think of it just. It's it, when we talk about a fan base, I think about a couple of Twitter names. You yeah, know? yeah. I like we talk about Kentucky. You know, first one I think of is Ollie. You yeah. know, so when we're talking about Kentucky. I'm thinking, hey, Ollie's listening to this. You know, we're talking about Arkansas. I know Hot Rod's listening to this. I know yeah. Kyle down in Texas A and M. You know, and it's kind of funny. But then I, 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 we go to the bearded iris and we meet all these great people and had an absolute blast. You don't think about, I don't, you know, cause, and I'm asking them, I'm like, what's your name on Twitter? And they're like, we're not on Twitter. I'm like, you're not on Twitter. You know, <laughs> how are you not on Twitter? You know? So, you know, different outlets, different folks, a lot of people just listen to audio and, and, right. and, uh, I appreciate their time and, and everything. And it's, it's just really cool. But if I see somebody out, you know, I always the first thing I think of is like, did I go to school with this guy? You know, <laughs> my wife's like, did you go to school with him? <laughs> like, then he says something about cousin Shane. I'm like, she goes, and then my wife, she she gets it. She goes, oh god, it's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But hey, this is why we do it. I, 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 it's honestly why we do it. I had so much fun, and I hope 
in the future that we can get to these games. We're working on it. We're we're on a path. All right, and everybody's, you know, why don't you go out to these games? And why don't you? You see all these media personalities going out to games. We're getting there. We're going to be there. Mm. Um, we just we got to do it right. And uh, and once we get there, I'd love to get out there and hang out, drink some cold beers, and watch some football with our with our boys and girls. Yeah. Well, that was a long way to preview yeah. <laughs> Georgia at Tennessee, Shane. I mean, in the preseason, this was a – you know, a lot of people had this circled as the game of the year. Still could be. Mm-hmm. Tennessee wins out, and uh, if, if Georgia keeps winning, I mean, it, this could be an epic, epic show. This could be – you know, again, I mean, everybody's looking at Florida playing Georgia. Everybody's looking at Mizzou playing Georgia. But those, Ole Miss, yeah. but those games are all in Athens. Mm-hmm. This is the one where – we don't know that, you know, it'll probably be the CBS game, so it's probably not going to be a night game. But still, Neyland's a tough place to play. Uh, that, that could be the difference. If, yeah. if it is a tight ball game, uh, a little disappointing that it's only at number four, considering the preseason. But still, uh, for me, a top four matchup. And again, it's a game that you can't just pencil in a Georgia win. You know, there's this, I, I don't know, man. Crazy things happen in Neyland, and and crazy. Who knows what what Hopple's going to do? You know, I mean, I really, I truly think Hopple is a fantastic coach, and I'm not saying Kirby's not. Kirby is ultimately probably the best coach in right. the country right now. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, Hopple's not going to go in with the same scenario, same recipe. You know, he's he's going to do. He's got to think outside the box with the Georgia Bulldogs, and then next thing you know, who knows? Well, yep couple scores or something so I, I i just i don't know i, I that's why i want to go this kind of like that alabama game last yeah. week if they if they were 20 to 7 at home mm-hmm. probably would have been a lot better second half absolutely you know what i mean yeah the crowd the crowd's a factor man and and mistakes are made and one of the things we saw with and i, I know it was just vanderbilt and it wasn't really a loud crowd or anything but when you ain't got your, your your whole gang behind your back, you know, you, you're going to make some mistakes. And that's, that's, and we exactly see Georgia struggle at Auburn. Yeah. Auburn's yeah. not good at all. No, but that fan base was, right, you know, right. Loud environment. All right. How about number three, Shane? Mizzou at Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Put this one higher because, yeah. uh, Mizzou game a better game last year. Mizzou's better. I don't think Georgia's as good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean anything for this year's matchup, but, uh, can't wait to see it. And this, this could be, this could be the the game where all these Mizzou haters crawl into a damn hole and never are heard from again. Because uh-huh. you can you can say whatever the hell you want about Mizzou, you can't say shit if they beat Georgia in Athens. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This and and this is one of those games I was telling you about. Nobody was talking about how pivotal Georgia and Mizzou was going to be, right? But it is. It it could potentially decide the East and who's in the SEC championship. It's going to be a fantastic matchup. And what I like about this, some bold takes, some hot takes from Mizzou, some hot takes from Georgia. And if you ever look on Twitter, those bookmarks, that's the first thing I look at. Because <laughs> you know? those bookmarks, they're not saving it to remind you how good you, your decision was to put that tweet out there. It's saving it because when you lose, they're going to remind you how bad or good you were. So this, this, is, a, this is going to be a fantastic matchup. Right, and... Some extra motivation, Dominic. Love it. Oh yeah. Jump, jump from Mizzou to Georgia. Mm-hmm. They've uh, they were obviously in on the Luther Burden. Mm-hmm. Obviously didn't get them. 
heard they've tried to still get them. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a lot of bad blood yeah. here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot going on there. How about uh, sticking with Georgia, Shane? A lot of Georgia on this list for good reason. They're number one. They're undefeated. Ole Miss. Yeah. At Georgia. Yeah. Because I seem to, maybe I'm just blind to the greatness that is Lane Kiffin and this old man. That, that's possible. You you would think, Shane, as much as I get wrong, like people <laughs> get so angry when I, like, I'm not high on their team. Yeah. I would take that as a, the best sign in the world. Yeah. That they're probably going to win a national championship or something. Absolutely. If I If I'm disrespecting your team, that's a hell of a sign for you. But who knows? If, if Ole Miss keeps winning, Shane, they have got themselves a path. They got Vanderbilt this weekend. And then they they got that A and M game which they own. Mm-hmm. If they can win both those games, they're going to be sitting here as a nine and eight eight and one team, right? Going into Georgia, they got all the firepower in the world to to shock the world. It's going to be Georgia. You know, all of a sudden, Shane, all this all this talk of Georgia not having much of a schedule, they got back to back to back to back. Potential, not saying they, they they'll lose all these games, surely, yeah. but tough challenges here the the next month of the season. And, Absolutely. And, and as it as it goes, you know, I don't know if this is accurate to say, but Florida may be a little bit easier just because it's on the front end. Mm-hmm. But then Mizzou's going to get tougher. Ole Miss going to get tougher <clears> at Tennessee. It's going to be tough as these games uh, keep piling up for them dogs. Absolutely. And one of the things I I think about with the Bulldogs. My only hesitancy to to just crown them is who have they played? You know what I'm saying? It's like I get it. You look at the the South Carolina game. Of course, we've we've put a few of these teams on pedestals prior to Kentucky. I, we did um, South Carolina. We knew it's going to be a closer matchup than than what people thought. But you know they had a when they were firing with with Leggett and, and and Juice at the time. You know that that was. That's what gave us pause because they had some firepower. Now, again, Juice goes out. You know, obviously nobody can block in South Carolina, and right. Kirby made a hell of a adjustment there at half. But when you look beyond that game, okay, UAB, no offense. Auburn, no offense. Can't they don't even know how to throw the football. <laughs> Kentucky, really bad night. Yeah. You know, Vanderbilt. So that's that's the offenses that we've faced right now. So to say. We've met some top tier. Well, you're going to meet them. You got Florida is now starting to move a little bit. Uh, Mizzou, the that's a four headed monster. And then right yeah. behind that, you're going to have Ole Miss, which has figured out how to just. I mean, they say what you want. The defense will keep them in the games, but the offense will put plenty of points on the board. And Auburn's a good defense. I, I, that's why I'm saying last week was a, a little bit off week, but it's still they were in control the entire time. So right, um, I, I think. The true testament for this matchup will start this week with Florida Gators. You know, especially if Florida plays as well as they did against South Carolina, then we can say, okay, can this is this Georgia defense legit? You know, so. Right. And here's something I've not heard anyone dis- discuss. Mm-hmm. Just imagine this scenario, Shane. I mean, I realize the goal right now at Ole Miss. Yeah, you're trying to win the West, so you can obviously play for the SEC and win that. Because if, if they win the SEC, I'll be getting a tattoo. But more importantly, they're going to be going on in the playoff. Mm-hmm. But that's easier said than done because yeah. they've lost to Bama. Yeah. So Bama's got to lose twice. So I'm not saying it can't happen, but how about this scenario, Shane? What if Ole Miss 
and this is what I'd be preaching if I was Lane Kiffin the week of the game. Mm-hmm. If they keep winning, they keep winning, they go to Athens. I'd tell them, them boys, this is our playoff game. Yeah. If we beat the two-time national champion in Athens yeah. and we keep winning, they're going to put us in the playoff. And I think they would deserve it. Yeah. Because there's not going to be a better win than that. And they're going to hold 11-1 and Ole Miss that lost one game on the road at Bama. Yeah. You're gonna, you're not gonna put that team in. Yeah, I, I you know to me that that would be the motivate all the motivation in the world for Ole Miss to win this game, and I know Kirby's a great coach. I'm not right. not saying he's a bad coach, but I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell he's gonna have the dogs as fired up as this Ole Miss team mm-hmm. if Kiffin can convince them that this is a playoff game. Yeah, absolutely. Because Georgia can lose this. Still win the East, still win the SEC. They'll go to playoff too. Yeah. I'm not saying it'll eliminate them, but this may be Ole Miss one shot to prove that they that they belong. And if Georgia wins the SEC after this, and their only loss is to Ole Miss, I think that helps Ole Miss case again to get to the playoff. Right. I, th- I think you nailed it. I, in fact, you stole a line I was going to use this week. You know, I was looking at Mizzou and Georgia. That's a national championship game. Now it may not be for Georgia, you know, because they got they're going to have other matchups. And but if Mizzou can win it, that's yeah. just like winning a national championship, man. Uh, I, that's just how big it is. So I, I I'm right there with you, Ole Miss, right right behind them. You know, I think Ole Miss. I think Lane would like to have these guys for. I wish he. I bet he wished they were playing this week. <laughs> you know, because again, it feels like we're kind of ramping up Georgia's schedule by the time we get to Ole Miss. And who knows who's healthy by that game? You know, I think now would be a good time. But, but again, we're throwing darts. I mean, we can't just say all this potential stuff and not not go back and say, well, Georgia is pretty damn good. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like we've been trying to try to bring them back down to earth, and we do this every single Saturday, and then they hang thirty points on them. You know, it's like, well. All right. Well, maybe this team can do it next week. You know, so uh, I, I watch I, I watch, watch Ole Miss jump out to like a fourteen point lead at halftime, yeah. and and Georgia just looks pathetic on offense. And then out third quarter, here comes limping Brock Bowers. He comes out <laughs> on the field, scores three touchdowns, and went. You know, I could see something like yeah, that. You absolutely. Know what? That's like when uh, did you see Marks? He got he got banged up, and they put that rod or something yeah. in the back of his leg i've never seen it. they were commentating they've never seen anything like it and i was like yeah they'll do that with brock too you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right so the number one game shane i'm most looking forward to i think it's pretty easy to guess but lsu at bama yeah it's going to decide the west i think now old miss still got a shot so mm-hmm. we, we can't eliminate them but uh again this and this alabama can't afford a loss LSU sure as hell can't afford a loss. Yeah. I think they're both alive for the playoff. Yep. They got to keep winning out. So this is, in essence, a playoff game as well. Alabama revenge mode. Yeah. Brian Kelly's got he's got to prove it wasn't a fluke last year. Jane Daniels may, I don't want to say lock up the Heisman, but yeah. he'll take a massive step if they can beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. This right, this is the game I'm most looking forward to at the final couple weeks of the season. I never, I, I don't know if you remember that movie. It was, a, I think it was an Adam Sandler movie, and maybe it was Rob Schneider or something like that. He had a list hanging on the wall, mm-hmm. 
and he had makeup and he marked off like lipstick. He marked off a name on the list. Oh yeah. No, that was, um, what was that? Wasn't that, uh, Billy Madison? Yeah, something. And then he, he, put he was those, an assassin, yeah. and he yeah. and he called him and he apologized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He took off, off the and list. He, he sniped someone to save him <laughs> yeah, at the end. Yeah, so that, I, so he was I'm, like, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> I'm not saying uh, I'm not saying Nick Saban's putting lipstick on or anything like that, but I think Nick had a list at the beginning of this season. Tennessee was one of them. Yeah, Lane's always on the list, you know. <laughs> uh, but LSU. Definitely on oh, there yeah. in Georgia. Georgia's going to be there. Yep. You know, he'd like to play them in the SEC championship. But again, he's marking these guys off the list. And this one right here would be this one would be big for me because everybody has hesitancy to to crown Nick Saban in, in Alabama and say, "Hey, they're not decaying. They're back. They're you know they just had a slow start or something along those lines." Um, and Beating LSU would be like, okay, yeah, this is your West champ, you know? Yeah. Um, but the, but on the opposite side, you got Brian Kelly. It's like, if anybody can do it, it's got to be this team, you know? That, it just makes sense. Alabama has not been outscoring everybody, even though they have been winning. It's just like, but have you played a team like LSU yet? You know, they can actually put points up on your defense. So whew, that's going to be a fun one, man. That is going to be an. Uh, that's going to be an awesome. They should. They should. I know they uh, did the flex on that thing, but they should like kick it to Sunday or something, <laughs> you know, just so every or Monday, so everybody can watch it. It's, it's going to be. It should have its own day. This. This is. And this game's been big in the past, but for some reason, Mike, this year it's like they're colliding at the right time. It's going to be an awesome matchup. Yeah, pretty awesome. November fourth, number one and number three on this list. Yeah. Both. Gary lanes. can't sleep. He can't sleep. <laughs> Can we get Gary to both yeah. somehow? <laughs> Fly him on a jet or something? Yeah, no. Yeah, he's getting all his Alabamas in right yeah. now. And so then they're going to ship him. Where are they going? Is he going north or west? Uh, north. Well, both, I guess. Big Ten is all over. Oh, they're now. all over the place. Yeah. 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 Well, just hopefully we won't see him again for a while. <laughs> just kidding. Not really. I'm sorry. Gary, Gary, Gary just, and he does every, every time. Gary's not so bad if you're winning. But if you're losing, you can't stand him. Right. right. I've lost a lot of Gary games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a, a great place to end it. Shane, you got any thoughts before we close it up? No. Uh, again, Bourbon Bet, get in there. Uh, YouTube, if you're not on there, uh, which most of you guys are now. Yeah. But subscribe. No, Mike, uh, I'm just telling you right now, it's, it's going to be an awesome weekend. I, I keep saying that the, the schedule doesn't look fun, but – Something feels feels it's the Halloween side or something like that, you know. So be sure to get. I'll say this: get on YouTube, uh, subscribe there. I'm looking for some some bourbon betters. Um, and if you get on there in YouTube, put it in the notes. Let us know that you're interested in that. I'm looking for practically one more spot. I wanted to expand it a little bit, yeah, uh, just so we because I need more Kentucky bourbon. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but hey, man, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a wild weekend. I really do. I feel like we're going to – we may even have an emergency podcast. Yeah, this one we won't plan halfway through and not <laughs> do it. <laughs> no. We'll wait. We're I'm going yeah. to wait till the, the last one goes up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right, I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go balls. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. 
that SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.